Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death for both men and women. Every 40 seconds, somebody in the United States has a heart attack or a stroke. High LDL cholesterol, also known as bad cholesterol, is considered the most modifiable risk factor for a heart attack. With high cholesterol, there's often no warning signs. Sometimes the first indication is a heart attack that hits you out of nowhere. Comedian and renowned television celebrity Jay Leno has teamed up with Amgen for Cholesterol 911, a national campaign that is helping to raise awareness on high LDL cholesterol. Jay is speaking publicly for the first time about his high cholesterol and urging people to talk to their doctor about new treatment options. Stay tuned for this life-changing and potentially life-saving information. It all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Our next guest has been called the hardest working man in show business. He's a People's Choice and Emmy Award winning entertainer and TV Hall of Fame inductee. He spent two decades hosting the number one rated Tonight Show with Jay Leno. He's a world-renowned stand-up comedian, best-selling children's book author, corporate speaker, TV and movie voiceover artist. He currently produces and hosts the hit CNBC TV show Jay Leno's Garage, now in its fourth season. In addition, you can also see him on the Fox Network's hit series Last Man Standing. Welcome to the show, Jay Leno. Hey, well, thank you very much. Thank you for that lovely eulogy. I didn't realize I'd passed away. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yeah, this is an important health topic. I know you're a comedian, but this is serious. Uh, you know, they say that medicine... Well, it is serious, and, you know, we've lost a lot of comedians because of this. Yeah. You know, I've got Kevin Meany, Gary Shandling, uh, uh, certainly Rodney Dangerfield, to name just a few. And it's, it's one of those things that I, I kind of got together with them... Uh, with the Amgen folks, because we're not selling a product here. I'm not selling a product here, rather. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to help people change their lifestyle, you know. I, I had a, a situation with, uh, you know, years ago, back in 2001, Rodney Dangerfield was on the Tonight Show with me. And he, I introduced him, ladies and gentlemen, Rodney, hey, and he comes out, you know. And I noticed he just seemed to be off his game a little bit. Just as a fellow comedian, I just noticed it. And I said to my producer, Debbie Vickers, I said, Hey, Deb, call the paramedics. I think Rodney might be having some kind of situation, maybe stroking. And she goes, really? I go, yeah, but just call him. Okay. So Rodney did his stand-up. He sat down with me, and he was fine. But he seemed to be sweating a little more than usual, but that's okay. And the show ended. He went in the dressing room. About that time, the paramedics showed up, and I took him back. I said, Rodney, can you talk to the paramedics? He goes, well, what's the matter? I'm fine. I'm fine. I go, well, Rodney, I, you just looked a little off your game. Well, they examined him, and he had had like a mini stroke. And I remember on the way out, as they were taking him out, one of the paramedics said to me, you know, you may have helped him prevent a heart attack. And I thought to myself, I didn't do anything. With the least amount of effort, maybe I helped do something to prolong his life, you know? I mean, all I did was make a phone call because he looked a little off his game, and it turns out he was. And I thought, I just felt good about that, you know? When you make people laugh for a living, that's fun. But when you can do something that actually makes them feel better or helps prevent something from happening... I don't know. It just feels pretty good. And I've never, you know, I didn't do a lot of ads when I did the Tonight Show. You know, they offer you huge amounts of money to right. hold up various cans of beer and things. But I don't drink and I don't smoke. I don't. I just didn't never want to be a hypocrite where my whole life is interacting with the public. I didn't want to be one of those people. How do we buy your beer? I don't drink beer. Well, you sell it. You said it's a great right. beer. Then you look like, in, uh, like I say, a hypocrite, you know. And this is something where 
I'm not the reverse mortgage guy. I'm not trying to build gold people out of their houses. Right. You know, I'm not trying to sell anything here. I'm just trying to say, here's what you need to do to make yourself more aware, more aware of where you are in your life. Because as a doctor, you know, high cholesterol is one of those deals. You can look good and feel good. So consequently, I think to most people, it means you are good. But, you know, it's a bit like a car with three lug nuts instead of five. If two of the lug nuts are missing, the wheel could stay on for another year or two, or it could fall off tomorrow, you know? And that's what checking your cholesterol does. It helps prevent that wheel from falling off. Right. And, you know, another car analogy, because you own one of the largest car collections on the planet, is that cars have a dashboard light that comes on when the engine needs attention. And unfortunately, humans, we don't have that warning light. So sometimes the first symptom of high well, cholesterol you know, is a We don't attack. have a, a, a check warning light, but yeah. you do have a check warning light in the sense you can call your doctor and he can tell you your cholesterol is too high or your bad cholesterol is too high or it's this number and it needs to be here and you need to get it down there before something bad happens. So in the sense, the human body does now have... You know, it's interesting. You know this. I mean, it's 25, 30 years ago, it was just a big pain to get your cholesterol checked. And I'm not sure back then if people really knew much about the difference between good and bad cholesterol. It's just cholesterol. Now, it's, it's so specific, and there are things you can do to change it. And the fact that... Well, you can tell me America has one of the highest rates of this type of thing. Isn't that correct? Yeah, and you know what's scary is the cause of high cholesterol is so d debated. We were told, remember when eggs were bad, they raised cholesterol, then a 14-year Harvard study showed, nope, there's no link uh, from consuming eggs and heart disease, and now there's the butter and beef debate. Some experts say that's not the cause. So there, through all this conflicting information out there, now there's chemicals in our food that may cause it. Is there anything you contribute to being your factor? Did, did you have uh, heart disease running well, in your family? Well, I mean, I know like the debate with the eggs being bad, now they're good. I think we can all agree that smoking is like yes. the worst. <laughs> Correct? I mean, yes. Is there anybody go, you know, smokers are not that bad. I have this ad from 1948 that nine out of ten doctors prefer Ken, you know, no, uh -huh. you know, those things. We can all agree that smoking is bad. Right. Um, so start with that one, you know. The other stuff, as you say, is debatable. But, I mean, this is why people, you know, people come up to me and they're going to be, Hey, what should I take for my cholesterol? I go, don't ask your comedian. Ask your doctor, okay? You know this. They always would say laughter is the best medicine. Well, it turns out it's not the best. It's not even a very good medicine. In fact, it's a terrible medicine. It doesn't work at all. If a guy's having a stroke and you're throwing jokes at him, he's not going to get any better, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> you need to talk to people who know what they're talking about. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people have this high LDL cholesterol, even though they exercise, they watch their diet, and even if they take statins. So there's a group there that's frustrated with their LDL levels. So this cholesterol911.com would be a great source for them as well, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I have a friend of mine who's furious. He's a year older than me. He runs three miles a day. He does the kale salad thing and all that and no gluten. And he had a stroke. And, you know, I'm sitting at home with a slice of pizza you know, watching Oprah in the middle of the day, and hey, how come uh, How come I got this instead of you? Well, life's not fair, you know? There are all kinds of contributing factors. You know, it's, well, you know this, you know, if you, some people say, oh, I gotta, my stomach feels a little funny. Yeah. That's a warning sign, okay? Plenty of other diseases, there are warning signs. Apparently, with high cholesterol, there really aren't any warning signs. It just hits you one day, like you stepped off the curb looking the wrong way and got nailed by a truck, you know? So this is why you need to do 
Americans are not very good at preventative medicine, are they? We're good at doing stuff after the fact. After something happens, here's what we can do for you after you've had this. But preventative is not something that most Americans prescribe to because they think it'll never happen to them. Wouldn't you say that's true? Yeah, and a lot of people, they don't worry about their, their diet or taking care of it till that first heart attack, and sometimes they don't survive that first heart attack. You know, it's the last... That's right, last... and once you have that first heart attack, your chances are, what, one in three of having another yeah. one. Now, having if you said one. to a guy in Vegas, look, you're going to go to Vegas, but your chances of winning are one in three, oh, he's going to bet the house. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. those, are, those are pretty good odds, you know? Right, And yeah. those are not odds you want to have in a no. situation like this. Wow. When did you first find out you had high cholesterol? <laughs> Oh, probably 20 years ago. Right. And like most people, when I first found out I had 20 years, yeah, I, 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 I started to take one of the drugs, you know, and I thought, well, that would take care of it. But it's like people that drink diet soda. Well, since I had a diet soda, I guess I can have that extra slice of pizza because, see, the diet soda cancels right. out. But, you know, you know how people justify stuff in their head, and, and that's what most people tend to do, and that's what I was doing, you know. And it wasn't until more recently when I did, uh, oh, I did a benefit for a hot doctor, a friend of mine, to help raise money. And it raised a ton of money, and he was so happy. He said, well, come on, I'll give you this. I do this 3D imaging thing of your heart, and I can see where where there's blockage and where there's this and where there's that. And it was fascinating to me because seeing the heart that way is like looking at the engine of a car, you know, trying to understand how all the different pieces fit in and how they operate. And you can see that the heart has... Veins and, and and much like a a fuel filter on a car, which gets dirty and could clog up, the same thing can happen to your heart. And and it, you know, when it's sort of broken down into terms that the layman like myself can easily understand, it becomes fascinating. Right. And let's reiterate: you've not had a heart attack or a stroke. You're you're preemptive. You're, you're no, having... I've never had a heart attack yeah. or stroke. No, I've so... I've been very lucky, and I'm trying to do what I can to prevent it. You know, as I said, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I'm not a stress person, right? But again, you need to constantly get your cholesterol checked, or at least at least get a check once to see where you are. Right? You know, you call your doctor. Say, "Here's what I got to do: find out where I am." And who knows? Maybe you've got low bad cholesterol, and you're actually in pretty good shape. Maybe you yeah. need to get a check once a year or something, or maybe you're someone true. who needs to constantly monitor it and you know, vastly change your diet. Yeah, knowledge is power. People just, you can't live in the dark. You've got to find out, and that way you can take proactive steps. And I commend you for sharing this message because uh, so many celebrities out there promote things like soft drinks, shoes, and cologne, and what you're promoting today is really potentially life-saving information. So this is uh, important stuff at cholesterol. Yeah, I mean, all we're promoting here is information. There's there's no product to sell. I'm not trying to get people to invest in something or buy a machine to test you or any of that. All we're telling people to do is, Call your doctor. And, you know, the great thing to me would be uh, if someone just came up in the street and said, oh, I saw your thing and I called and it turned out I had high cholesterol and I had it checked out. Thank you very much. I mean, that makes you feel good. It makes you feel like it, it did when that thing happened with Rodney, you know. That's so true. On a less serious note, I have to ask you a question. You went from comedian to yeah. hosting. You went from comedian hosting the Tonight Show to the hit series Jay Leno's Garage. And a couple of years earlier, your friend Jerry Seinfeld went from comedian sitcom star to a series comedians in cars. Was that a coincidence, Jay, or did Jerry's mutual passion for cars inspire you to do a show centered around your hobby? Well, actually, I started doing my show in two thousand six. Oh, did and you? Our okay. shows are vastly different. Jerry's is mostly. It's comedians in cars getting coffee, and it's picking comedians up in an interesting car and then talking about comedy. 
mine was is mostly just talking about the car and the technical aspects of it, things of that nature. So, uh, I, if I get just I, I on the phone with Jerry before I talk to you, and uh, no, they're not they're not really similar at all, and they're only similar to both comedians with cars. But they, yeah, they, they, they have there's something about there's something about cars. It's like you know James Corden's carpool karaoke. If that car wasn't there and they were doing carpool, if they were doing karaoke at a bus stop, it wouldn't be as fun. I think there's something about cars <laughs> for men and women. I well, think, it's I think it is. I think it. I mean, to my generation, the car was the iPhone of the day because right. the car could take you wherever you want to go. You know, now kids sit at home with an iPhone. They go places virtually instead of in reality. We had to actually go to the place with the car. Exactly. Speaking of, what's your opinion on these electric cars? Do you think one day motorized vehicles are going to be obsolete? Oh, I think a child born today will have the same chance of driving in a gas-powered car as a kid today as driving in a car with manual shift. You know, most most people now have never been in a stick shift car, and they have no idea how to drive it or use a clutch. And I think a baby born today, by the time they're 17 or 18, will probably only be in electric vehicles. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's definitely the future. I mean, I've got a couple electric cars. There's no maintenance. There's no oil to change. There's no fluids to change. There's no reason to take it to a dealership, you know. So, no, I think it most definitely is the future. And you'll see as battery charging capabilities uh, get better and better, pretty soon it'll be the same amount of time to fill up a car with electricity as it does with gas. Right. So if electric cars take over, I guess you're going to have to change the name of your show from Jay's Garage to Jay's Charging Station. And it has a nice ring to it. You'll be the man in charge. Well, I'm glad you're still building to house something. Uh-huh. But I think I think it would be okay. I think that's, believe me, that's the least of our problems. <laughs> that's so true. I remember watching one episode. You were in a Tesla that went from zero to 60 in 1.9 seconds. And I thought that type of acceleration would be considered a choking hazard for anyone wearing dentures. Would it not? That's got some exactly. speed. Well, that's probably true. I'm not. I didn't realize your audience is that old. But yeah, I'll keep up. <laughs> or yeah, contraindicated if they have glaucoma. I would push the, the eyeballs to the skull. So it was. That's I, right. I, that's right. <laughs> the eyes have it. Now you have a recurring role in Fox Network's TV series Last Man Standing. How have you enjoyed working with Tim Allen? How's that been? Oh, I love you know Tim and I go. But you know, comics love working with other comics. You know, it's so funny. People always think there's this backbiting, stab him in the back attitude with comedians. It's really not true. I mean, Steve Martin brought Johnny Carson in to see me. And when I kind of got famous, right. I brought Johnny Carson in to see Ellen DeGeneres. And then Ellen got a show and she put the comedians on. I mean, most comedians like to help other comedians, you know. Usually take another comedian with you on the road when you open somewhere and you help them get work. And it's, it, it, it's a lot of fun because you can't. You can't play every theater every night, every day. So there's there's enough work there for everybody, and and we all try to help one another out. Yeah. Do you miss the Tonight Show? You do, do, devoted two decades, or was it just a chapter of your life? You no. Were I mean, I love doing it when I did it. I don't miss it now. It's it's just different now. It's different in its everything is very politically biased. You know, everybody has to right. know your politics. And if they don't like your politics, they don't like your acting or your jokes or your music or whatever it is you do. I mean, it's I, I, I'd like to see America get a little bit more civil. I, I get a little tired of the discourse where everybody is angry and everybody's mad and, and you're either a racist or, or a socialist. You know, there's, there's, no, there's no middle ground anymore. And I, I find that a little disturbing, you know. When I did The Tonight Show, I never questioned anybody's patriotism. I just questioned right. their judgment. You know, and you might say, I don't understand why President Bush did this, you know, or whatever it might be. 
you know, and uh, I like the fact that people really couldn't figure out my politics because you know, they had to do the jokes first. I mean, if you watch somebody long enough, you think, oh, I think that guy's a Democrat or right. a Republican or whatever it might be. I, I, I just don't like it where it is now where it's just kind of a lot of name calling. It's, a, it, it, it's tricky. Same with the old school news uh, folks. You know, we never knew what, what side they were on. Now we know. You know, now it's pretty obvious. For them. Right. That's what yeah. I mean. That's what I mean. So. Exactly. So that's great. You know, you have the title of the hardest working man in show business. Do you ever take time to relax or is it always nose to the grindstone for you? No, I, I this is relaxing to me. I, I'm not I'm not a big relaxed guy. I like to work. It's fun. You know, I was one of those people when I started if I said if I was ever good enough to make it, I don't want to be one of those people who go, Go where for how much? No, I'm not doing it for that. You know, I never let that be my concern. I always figured you know, if people want to see you, you'll do it until they don't want to see you anymore. And then that's that's kind of when you retire. So I'm I'm a huge believer in the low self-esteem. I think it's uh, it helps you get a lot further. Fantastic. Great. In the minute we have left, is there anything else you want to share with us, with the listeners about cholesterol 911 no, or what's happening? I don't think of anything else I, I, I would want to share necessarily other than that people should go to the website. It's cholesterol911.com. And, and just, just check out. Just ask your doctor these questions. Don't ask your comedian. Don't ask Larry down to Shell Station. Don't ask the lady across the street whose husband died from something. Talk, talk. Just ask your doctor. And if you don't know what to ask, the questions are right there. Couldn't be simpler. So. Yeah. And if that's... it does work for you, come up to me on the street and say, "Hey, Jay, thanks for having me check that cholesterol thing." It worked out great, and that'll that'll make me feel terrific. That'll make you more feel better than if someone laughed at your joke because you just changed a life. And you know, well, laughter. I don't know about that, but it's pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> laughter is the best medicine. Doctor, thank you very much. Thank you much so much for sharing your story with us today. Uh, you know, some celebrities keep their health struggles out of the limelight, but your message is bringing needed awareness to a serious condition. And you can learn more about high cholesterol and how you can lower your risks of having a heart attack or stroke. You can go to cholesterol. 911.com and check out the short video message from Jay and you can follow him on Twitter and Facebook at Jay Leno on Instagram he's at Jay Leno's Garage for my daily health posts and tweets follow me at Dr. David Friedman on Instagram I'm at Dr. D Friedman if you heard Jay share something today that somebody you know needs to hear send them a link to this podcast it's available to your good health radio.com and RadioMD.com and peruse our podcast library. Share these segments of interest with friends and family and coworkers and on social media. This information is too important to keep to yourself. Sharing is caring. Let's get this word out. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to come. Stay tuned and stay well. <laughs> 